You parents out there deserve more time to yourselves than ever. Take this chance to sit back, relax with us as we discuss the latest topics and trends. I'm Michelle, a proud mama and also a boss mom. I'll be your host today on Mom's Time Out. Thanks so much for stopping by. Katie Casillas is your go-to social media guru. Stay tuned for the next episode. We're going to be talking about tips and tricks to help you elevate your social media presence. As a mom, I'm expected to be on top of everything. But the truth is that parenthood can take a toll on anyone's mental health and getting help can feel intimidating and there never seems to be enough time in the day to take care of myself when I'm taking care of everyone else. That's where Mood Health comes in. It's an online, at-home mental health platform with all of your care in one place. Mood's amazing clinicians will listen without judgment and create a program that's right for you. Try Mood today and get up to $75 off your first session. Simply go to moodhealth.com and use the code Irvine Moms. It's one word, and that's moodhealth.com and use the code Irvine Moms at checkout. Start feeling better with mood health. Katie, it's a pleasure to speak with you. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks. I'm so excited to speak with you and learn a little bit about We Coach Moms. Could you share how that came to be? Yeah, sure. So I've been an entrepreneur or freelancer contractor, however you want to put it for a couple of years now, I think it's been about four years, um, my son Carter uh, was born and that kind of changed how I wanted to do life and business and pretty much everything, right? When we become moms, everything changes. Um, I left my agency job where I was working, um, doing content marketing and social media and started doing social media on my own for clients. And through that journey, Um, I've taken on, you know, worked with mentors, worked with coaches, sought out different resources and education and networking and found that in the entrepreneur space or the, you know, the working for yourself space, whatever you call yourself, um, you always need to be growing and learning. And typically we do that best when we learn from people who are similar to us or have walked the path before us. And um, I decided to create We Coach Moms, which is still in the process of being put together, but as a way, um, as a resource for for moms to, to support them in both their business life and their personal life and support them in all the ways that they need help and kind of crowdsource all of those resources together, help them find the right coaches, um, provide them with a lot of free resources and support. Great. So it sounds like a nice curated list of resources for them to come in almost like a one-stop shop, would you say? Yeah, definitely. I want to make it easy for them to find different resources and then decide which is the best. Um, A lot of times what I saw in networking groups or, you know, platforms is somebody would post something like, I'm looking for a business coach. And I don't know if you've ever hired a business coach, but there are dozens of different types of business coaches. And I also see a lot of frustration in the entrepreneur and coaching space where people choose someone that they like, but may not be the right fit for them. And, 
you know, there's just a lot of people out there help you kind of figure out what you need and how to find it and save a lot of time, money, and frustration. That's such a great platform to have. And I think you said it best when you do get frustrated because you go on line and there's just so much information, right? And you don't know if it is a good fit for you. Uh, if you are in a new business, it can seem intimidating. So, so having sort of a variety seems like you're really helping women save a lot of time and giving them that confidence that they need having everything available to them. Yeah, especially if you're new to business and you're going to invest a chunk of, of money, that can be really scary. And of course, there's no guarantee that, you know, this person or that person is perfect for you, but maybe just having the knowledge of like, okay, you've taken the time to go past, I just need a business coach or, you know, I definitely want to open it up to like health and fitness. Like I need, I need a fitness coach. Well, maybe it's something a little bit more specific. Maybe you want help, you know, um, getting an exercise routine, or maybe you really want to dial in your nutrition or, um, something like that. So just really helping people to get clear and at the same time, helping support these probably other moms and women who have a coaching business find the right clients because it's a two-way street, right? That's great. Yeah. So to touch on that, walk us through what that process is going to look like. Once you're a part of the We Coach Moms, are you designating any classes on your own? Are there workshops or is it just a resource where I can go online and I can see uh, almost like a filter to see who's a good fit for me. Um, if I'm a coach or if I'm a new business or a seasoned business and I need a little help, um, what is that like? Yeah. So the original plan um, and the, what we're going to launch with is kind of like a two-sided piece. One is going to be the resource piece. So if you are a coach or an educator or someone who supports moms, you could submit your downloadable, your your freebie, your lead magnet, whatever it is. Um, we'll check to make sure it's providing some excellent value and we'll host that on the site as a way to help coaches and mentors connect with the, the, the moms that they're trying to connect with. As a mom, you can come to the site and search through those free resources and find things that help you. So that's the really basic part. Like I want to make sure that this site is accessible to everyone if you're just looking for maybe a downloadable guide to get started, then we'll have that for you. On the other side, um, we'll be starting with you know the coaches, the service providers, and really choosing a few really great programs, a few amazing coaches um, that we'll work with to help promote their program. And when people come to the site, they can put in what they're looking for. So there'll be a quick, um, quick questionnaire. And again, we're going to help them by answering these questions, hopefully help them filter down exactly what they're looking for and do sort of like a concierge type matching. Um, and so that will take time for that database to grow. Obviously, if we don't have anyone that's perfect, we'll kind of let that person know. But the goal is to have this database built up of these amazing vetted coaches, mentors, teachers that we can match people to that are a perfect fit for them. Well, that's going to be so easy and so, so efficient for them. So tell us a little bit about you, your background, 
And I know you talked on, you touched on being a mom, but what's your background? What's your, your niche and what inspired you to really set foot in this direction? Well, I think everything came down to my son. Um, I had been in the marketing space really since I was in college. Um, I kind of fell into doing social media. I was in school and I was working at a bar um, part-time to support myself. And what I would do is on the nights that I was working, I would put out messages on, it was mainly Facebook at the time, and tell people to come in and see me. And my boss noticed that and he said, can we pay you to do that for the restaurant? And I was like, Ab- <laughs> absolutely. I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then that quickly evolved into um, I took over their email newsletter. And for a couple summers, we were working with the concert venue across the street to do like cross promotions. And I was like, I really love this and people will pay me to do it. This is great. Um, And again, this is like over 10 years ago. So social media as like a job is still kind of in its infancy. But um, I ended up getting a job at a social media or at a marketing agency here in San Diego. And I call that my marketing boot camp where I really like dove in, learned everything about marketing, um, how all the different types of marketing, you know, paid, organic, promotions, social media, all of that um, mixed together. And loved working at the agency until my son came along and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of commuting and dropping him off at daycare. There's got to be a different way to do it. And so I took the chance on um, becoming my own boss. Um, And I I freelanced and and contracted at work. Um, I was lucky to continue to contract with the agency that I worked with, just kind of as a, a solopreneur for a little while and then started taking on my own clients Um, And I offered social media management, which is what I've been doing for the past roughly four years. Um, This past year, I've gotten into more of the overall social media strategy offerings. So maybe coming up with like a six-month to a 12-month plan for a business and handing that off to their team, as well as working with a lot of companies who want to launch either a digital product, so maybe a membership, a course, um, some type of program that they need to build out in the online space and then promote, which I really love doing. And it just so happens that most of my clients are moms, which is awesome. I love that. That's awesome. So what do you find with your personal experience? How are you finding that social media? And is it important for a new business to have? Because I think I feel sometimes like new businesses don't see or understand the value of social media. What's your take on that for new businesses? So I think every business is different one. Um, I think the first thing that you should always look at is where is your ideal client? If they are hanging out on social media, then that's definitely (laughs) somewhere you want to be. If your demographic isn't that active on social, maybe it's not as high of a priority. Um, And then also what are your goals? So a new business, um, if you're getting a ton of business from referrals in your network, when you don't have a lot of time, I would say, you know, you can spend your time on social media, really just starting to build a foundation, kind of planting the seeds for using social as a lead generation source, maybe down the road. So it really kind of, kind of depends on what your goals are and where your audience is. But 
Um, social media is not going anywhere. Um, there's only going to be more platforms and different ways to connect. So I always recommend that new businesses at least try out some platforms, see how it works for them. Um, just kind of see how the audience reacts to the content they're putting out there and just try and see what works. Marketing is a lot of trial and error and figuring out works, what works best for you. And, um, just going about it though, with a goal in mind. So if you're going to go on social media and use that as your lead generation machine, have a plan. If you're going to use it as kind of like, um, like I said, planting the seeds for maybe later down the road, have your plan for that and, you know, set expectations for what that's going to bring about. Um, but for the companies that just kind of want to like, they're afraid of it or don't want to try it, definitely get your feet wet, understand the social media ecosystem, because you might be surprised how you could find your niche in that space and it can open up just a whole new, you know, line of business for you. What's your favorite, um, social media platform right now that you enjoy? Is it Instagram or LinkedIn or is there something completely new that's really tugging at your heart right now? Um, Instagram is still my favorite. I really like that there's so many different um, mediums that you can publish. So, you know, if you're someone who really likes to write, you can write long form content in your, in your captions. Um, if you like to make video, there's a space for that. If you like to go live and talk to people, there's a space for that. So I feel like Instagram just gives you all these different tools and different ways to connect and you can make it your own. And that's where I hang out the most. Um, I was playing around with TikTok for a while and I do like to consume content there. Um, in 2022, I do plan to ramp up my TikTok strategy for my own business. So that's a little insight there. Um, Instagram is definitely getting a little, I don't want to say crowded, but there's a lot going on and it is hard to stand out when you're, when you're publishing content. Um, and I think clubhouse is a really cool space. I don't know if you've been on clubhouse, but mm -hmm. it's an, it's like an audio based, um, for those that don't know, it's an audio-based app. It's kind of like a live podcast where people can go and just chat. And I found that I meet some really different people than I probably wouldn't have connected with on, say, Instagram or TikTok. Um, and I learn a lot over there. So those are my favorites. Okay, that's really cool. So what tips do you, can you share, please, on, <clears throat> excuse me, on growing businesses? To keep that engagement so you you're active on social media you think your game's strong but what are some tips to really kind of push push the limit a little bit more to get that engagement um so to get the engagement you want to give it first um i think mm -hmm. so many times we have a really great strategy for publishing our own content and you know the piece that i that i see a lot of people are missing is engaging with others so um being proactive about connecting with the people that you want to come back and engage on your content. Um, Instagram is really great for this. You can find the people that you want to connect with using hashtags by looking at um, maybe the accounts of people that you know your ideal client is following and just get in there and engage with them. Go love on their content. Ask them questions. And it's amazing how you'll stand out. We want to make sure that when we're doing this, we're not just like, Hey, love your post, you know, really 
give them a compliment. Really, you know, let them know you heard what they said. People like to be seen. They like to be heard and they like to be understood. So when you can stand out in that way, um, and then you're really actually building a relationship that way instead of just posting and waiting for people to, you know, come connect with you and buy, buy from you. So that's one. Think about relationship building and outreach. Um, two, I would say, um, it depends on if you're a personal brand or if, you know, you're marketing on behalf of, you know, a larger business, but, um, spend time on social media doing the activities that you actually enjoy. So sometimes we feel like we have to post reels or we have to be making long form video. And the truth is you're going to be most authentic. Your content's going to be the most connecting and real when we're creating content and showing up in a way that um, aligns with who we are and who our values are versus what we think we're supposed to be doing or what experts tell us we're supposed to be doing. So um, yeah, do what feels good. Again, like if you love making video, then just, you know, make a ton of video. If you hate making video, there's definitely still a way to be very successful on social media without doing video. Those are great tips. Thank you. And <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so, you know, I, it makes me think when you say do something that you love and not really don't focus on, you know, that cheat sheet of like, hey, this is the way it's supposed to be. So I know that a lot of people too on social media, especially on Instagram, really worry about this type of content because they're really pressed on the likes. So mm -hmm. keep, still keep doing and shooting content, even if you really don't see the high likes, you know, do, do people, should we pay attention to that and go, uh Oh, okay. That real or that video didn't do as great as I thought, but I I'm having fun and my messaging is still there. Keep going. Yeah, I think a lot of people look at the individual posts and like they might do one post that's really raw and vulnerable and maybe that one doesn't get as many likes or engagement and then they never do that again. And I'll say test it more than once, especially if you're trying something different and trying something, you know, if you've been, so for instance, if you've been creating content the way everybody else is and that's what people expect to see from you and then you're like, you know what, I'm going to do this my way. I'm going to do what feels good for me. And you start doing it your way. Give it some time to, you know, maybe some people that are following you followed you for the stuff that was the fluff and they're not going to connect with the real raw stuff. So you can give it time. Definitely try things more than once before you discount it. Um, and I, I'm a, I'm a really firm believer that if you're being raw and authentic and connecting, like those are the people that, um, are going to actually connect with you. They're actually going to buy it from you. They're not just scrolling and tapping like, um, those are the ones that are going to DM you like, I've been through this too, or wow, um, you know, I never thought about it that way. Like those are the types of things that it's a little bit heavier of a social currency than just a like or a tap. Um, you know, at the same time, it's, it's good to pay attention to trends and things that are happening because it may give you ideas, but getting bogged down by like the daily likes on individual posts is kind of, it's just one of those sticky traps. Um, cause there's so many reasons why on a certain day at a certain time, your posts may not be seen by as many people. Right. So we want to look at the overall picture. And again, thinking about your ultimate goals. Um, if your goal is to, to be on social media, to 
grow your email list, then don't look at likes. Look at how many people are coming to your email list. If you're driving traffic to a website for sales, you know, those are the analytics that you want to look at. Um, we all want to be liked and we all want to see that, that engagement. Our brains are trained to, it's like a dopamine hit to our brain when we see likes and, and things like that. But always try to keep your larger goals in mind and make sure your activities are meeting those, those larger goals. Nicely said. Yeah. So what is sort of an, an insider trick behind the scenes of a nice technique that seems to be working for you to drive those uh, clicks to your website to get those, you know, that, that engagement there onto that website? Um, so getting people to go to the website, well, one is you always want to be using a call to action You'll see, you know, marketing people talk about CTA is called action all the time. Basically, it's just the idea that um, if you don't tell people to do something, they may not do it. <laughs> um, so, and that's so subtle, but it really makes a difference. So we want to make it um, as easy as possible for them to get to the page on our website. Um, on Instagram, unfortunately, you can't link right directly in a post, but you want to make sure that you have um, either that link in your bio or like a link tree or something like that. Um, and you don't wanna to have too many links because you don't wanna confuse people and where to go. What is really great about Instagram now is that you can add links to your stories. You don't have to have 10,000 followers anymore. So that's really fun. Um, and to be honest with you, the people that are watching your stories are probably most likely to take additional action and leave Instagram to go to your website. So it's a great place to put it. Um, but yeah, using that call to action um, and, and think about the, the energy exchange. So if you're selling something directly, um, if it's a product, you want to get them excited about it. So it's a no brainer that they want to go click and get it. If you want them to go to your website to maybe download something, or, I mean, ultimately, you know, we want people to, to buy and to join our email list, but what can you give them as an energy exchange that they're going to just no brainer, leave Instagram and go to your site for that. So just put yourself in that person's shoes. Um, you know, think about your really great freebies and downloads that you can offer. Maybe it's something exclusive only on your website. Um, I think that's a lot. <laughs> Hopefully that helps. No, I think it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fantastic. I think that's great. So building on the engagement, you're building that community. You talked about that relationship. Authenticity is important to create that relationship and trust so do you think with just that messaging that your your advice is stay real stay true to what your your goals are don't worry so much about the likes if your product and your service is helpful have clear messaging is that what i'm understanding overall yeah that sounds pretty good great okay good so what else is coming up in the pipeline for you and please, we'd love to hear your website, your Instagrams, and where people can find you. Yeah, so the best place to connect with me is on Instagram, at HeyKatieCasillas. I'm glad I remembered it this time. I just got married, like, <laughs> two months ago. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and I had a different last name. So I'm in the process of changing things. But hopefully when this comes out, you can look for me. If you, if you go to Instagram, at HeyKatieCasillas, um, I'll link to everything from there. Um, the We Coach Moms site should be coming out in Q1 of 2022. 
Um, and I'm hoping to release a podcast. I, I was doing some Instagram lives last year and I really enjoyed interviewing other mom entrepreneurs and I, and my plan is to turn that into a podcast. So we'll see. Um, but again, go connect with me on Instagram, shoot me a DM and let me know that you heard from me on this podcast. That would be amazing. I'd love to know if you have any questions about anything I chatted about and let me know if you think, if you totally disagree with what I said, I'd love to hear that too. Perfect. Kitty, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Please stay connected with us. Anytime you have news, we'd love to share that across. Awesome. Sounds great. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much. Have a good one. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to Mom's Time Out. Please come back next week for more engaging conversations. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share and let your friends know. To learn more, check us out on IrvineMomsNetwork.com. We appreciate you and we'll talk to you soon.